Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins is brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta's precedent-setting injury lawyers. Kings in Brandon tonight. The Wheat Kings lead at 1-0 with four minutes left in the first period. In the NHL, five minutes left in the second. Rangers leading Seattle 4-1. Also late second period, Maple Leafs up 1-0 on the Blue Jackets. Coyotes and Chicago will drop the puck right away. And at 8 o'clock tonight, it's the Penguins and the Ducks. Uh, Oilers have that matinee tomorrow. A lot of uh, afternoon games tomorrow. The Canucks are in Detroit. Flames and Sabres. Islanders, Canadians. Uh, Predators, Flyers, Lightning stars uh, all starting before noon mountain time so nine o'clock for the face-off show game at 10 30 Oilers at Senators here on 6 30 Chet and uh, the Oilers 8 0 and 2 in their last 10 head coach Jay Woodcroft I think we're in the points gaining business and uh, you know it's hard for me to knock uh, the effort of our players we're not always perfect we make mistakes um, you know but we gave up one goal in regulation yesterday uh, that's a positive thing um, you know I thought we had numerous chances to score it didn't go in for us one got called back on us uh, but we were in position to win that game and we think if we put ourselves in position to win games we have the types of players that can break games open uh, on a moment's notice and over the long run I think that's a recipe uh, for success but uh, we have to continue to hammer on playing the game the right way and not uh, uh, not trading chances but being good defensively as well all right yeah well the Oilers were outplayed for most of the game last night didn't kind of have that usual spark they've been playing with lately i thought i thought the flyers won the majority of the puck battles had better scoring opportunities now the Oilers did have their chances and they did have a goal disallowed along the way which i thought was clearly goaltender interference i i didn't think there was any debate even but we had some folks last night who thought the call should have gone Edmonton's way uh goalie Greg who calls in sometimes even emailed me a a uh, screen cap of the play that shows yes perhaps there was a Philadelphia stick that might have moved Carter Hart as well but I don't know about that I mean Fogel went in there with his skate and, and turned the goaltender and that usually means it's going to be a disallowed goal so anyway Super Bowl coming up on Sunday as well and uh, I am pleased to welcome back to the 630 Chet Airwaves a gentleman who wore the green and gold for a portion of his career he was a 2007 Grey Cup champion he has uh, played and coached in the National Football League as well he's currently an assistant quarterbacks coach with the Seattle Seahawks it is Kerry Joseph checking in tonight. Kerry, you're on with Reed. How are you doing, sir? I'm good. How you doing, Reed? Well, I'm doing great. It's awesome to talk to you again. Now, how's life? How do you spend Super Bowl week? Oh, you know what? Super Bowl week has been good. I've actually been up in Seattle 
uh, just kind of taking it easy. It's been a week off for us at the office, so uh, just enjoying some downtime and just waiting for the big game on Sunday. All right. I, I want to ask you a little bit about your transition to coaching, and I want to start by asking about the hours involved because I, I know that, football players it can be very regimented it can be a lot of hours I did an interview with Aaron Grimes from the Elks a couple of years ago and he took us through a day in the life of training camp <laughs> it was pretty involved uh, how do you compare the hours of a coach to the hours of a player well the hours are longer uh, you know it, it's definitely a definitely a, a grind because you're in the office a long time uh, you know, you finish one day and you're prepping, you're prepping for the next day. But you know what? You know, you know what the grind is, and you sign up for it. And for me, I was always an early person anyway as a player. Now I just have longer nights. But really, as a player, when you play in certain positions, you have long nights because you're studying the film and you're preparing for the next day also. Uh, it's just a little bit more attention. There's a little bit more pressure as a coach because you got more to do. But I've been dealing with it pretty well. Uh, and for me, it's all about just having having things in order. You know, when you're having things in order and you, you know what you want to get done and you check it off the checklist, you don't really think about the time that you're in the office. You don't think about being in the office, like for me, you know, being in the office at 5.30 in the morning and not leaving till 10 o'clock at night. You don't really think about it because you're just kind of checking things off the list as you go and getting things done throughout the day. So... All right, so you mentioned you're in Seattle this week, and, and I think you said it's maybe uh, a, a bit of a quieter week. A after you guys were eliminated by uh, the 49ers, you know, you no longer have a game to prepare for, but what's some of the work you got to do in, in, the, in the week or two after the season ends? So right after, we kind of just do our, uh, our postseason wrap-up, uh, exit interviews, and uh, we have a great, great boss in Pete Carroll. You know, uh, Pete is one of those guys we grind through the, through the season. We lost to the 49ers on the Sunday. On Tuesday afternoon, Pete told us, I'll see you all in four weeks. I'll see you all Tuesday after the Super Bowl. So for you as a coach, that's your time to get back to your family. It's uh, time to kind of reset your body, reset your mind. And what I did, because I didn't need Seattle to go back to Louisiana because my wife is up here now working. I took that time to just develop into a better coach, doing a lot of film study, doing a lot of just things I wanted to prepare to be a better coach going forward. Uh, I just really take like half a day and spend on football. And then I, the rest of the day, I kind of let my mind relax a little bit and, and, just, uh, and just, just be free to just let my body reset, let my mind reset. Spend my time with my wife and enjoy that all time. I'm glad you mentioned Pete Carroll because I wanted to ask about him. Kerry, I'm a Seahawks fan. I interviewed John Ryan, who finished his career punting here with the Elks, and obviously he was a punter with the Seahawks for a long time. And he said when he joined the Seahawks that he thought, man, oh, man, like Coach Carroll has so much fun. There's no way that this can last. There's no way a guy can actually be having that much fun. Give us your impressions of uh, being a coach on Pete Carroll's staff. You know what is awesome? Uh, he makes coming to work enjoyable because you know that you're going to have to match his energy. Because from the time he walks in the building, you know, he, he, he's walking past, he's speaking to everybody. He loves coming to work. And 
it's just he's a great person to work for because you know he's going to be so positive and so upbeat about everything. And it could be something that's going on that's really not perfect. He's going to find a way to put a positive spin on it. So it's just a great atmosphere that he creates. The culture that he creates is just awesome. And it's, it's, it's for me, for my first NFL job, being with the Seattle Seahawks, it's been great to work with, uh, work for somebody like that because you know you're going to grind, but at the end of the day, you know come the off season when you have a successful season, you get a life back. And that's what he's all about, and it's make, it, makes, it just makes it enjoyable. Do you think you'll be able to run up and down the sidelines like he does when you're in your 70s? <laughs> I, hope I, I hope I can. It's amazing what he does. You know, just watching him in practice, you know, on Fridays, he's running gases, he's running 100 yards. Uh, sprints down the field. He's throwing the ball around with our equipment manager. It's just awesome to see the energy that he has. And, you know, you come into the all season and, you know, we have a little half basketball court. He's going to challenge you to come play some basketball a little bit, you know. Hey, take your lunch break. Let's go play some basketball. So I hope and I pray that I can move around at that age when I'm that age. Yeah, he's fun to watch. Kerry Joseph joining us on Inside Sports, now an assistant QB coach for the Seahawks and, of course, a former star in the CFL. So I mentioned being a Seahawks fan, Kerry, and I'm not going to lie to you. Going into this year, I didn't have high expectations, and I read some of the preseason predictions. And let's face it, a lot of the publications had you guys at, at four or five wins. I instead, you got to nine wins, uh, and you made the playoffs. And last night, Geno Smith was named the comeback player of the year, uh, and, and he proved me wrong uh, this season as well. T tell us a little bit about the work Geno put in and then ultimately his performance for most of the season. You know what, Gino dedicated himself to be his very best. Uh, from the time everything tr uh, transpired in the offseason with the trade and uh, we got Drew Locke in, it was a competition between Drew Locke and Gino. Uh, it made both of those guys better. And Gino just took the bull by the horn and just ran with it. Uh, he wanted to be coached. He took all the fundamentals that we were giving him. Uh, he was already, Gino's already a talented athlete. He's a talented quarterback. He's very smart. This is a second year in the offense. And he just took it and ran with it. You can see the daily focus that he brought into the building every day. Uh, the leadership, you know, he wanted to be that leader of the football team. He wanted it to be his football team. And just the work he put in, the body of work that he put in, you saw the results. We benefited the results also as a team. Because in the NFL, you got to have a guy that can pull the trigger behind the center, uh, and a guy that can do it well. And he did that for us. Uh, and with the talent that's around him on offense, the talent that we have on special teams and defense, uh, it didn't surprise me that we were able to uh, accumulate those wins and get into the playoffs. Yeah, okay. Yeah, a lot of fun games. Obviously, you have to win in overtime to stay alive yeah. that, that very last yeah. game of the regular season uh, as well. Uh, I mean, you, you ran into a really tough uh, 49ers team. You know, you were with them for, for a half there. Uh, what sort of happened in the second half where they pulled away in that wild card game? Well, you know, against those guys, they're a good football team, and uh, we just had the we had that one mishap, uh, that fumble, and it just the momentum kind of swung back their way. Uh, and once that happened, we just couldn't really 
grab hold of it again, and they, uh, they're they a good football team, and they were able to capitalize on it And uh, in the NFL, especially in the playoffs. You know, it's hard. You can't turn the ball over. You're on the road. you got to take advantage of every opportunity. And we just, you know, we just couldn't muster uh, another comeback after that. And they, uh, and they, they went on to get the victory. You guys played the Chiefs in the regular season. It was actually kind of a lower-scoring game. The Chiefs uh, beat the Seahawks 24-10. You, you did not play uh, Philadelphia. Uh, I, you work in the NFL, so I'm not going to ask you for a prediction, but but, but I, I will ask you how you sort of... Uh, I'll, I'll put it to you this way. For You know, a lot of people are going to be watching this game. For, for, some, for a lot of fans, the Super Bowl and the Grey Cup might be the only two football games they watch all year if they're not heavily invested in the sports like some other people. Give me a, a matchup or two or an area of the game or two that you might say to the casual fan, like, hey, watch these this guy or this group of guys. I think it's going to be uh, I really think it's going to be in the, in the trenches between uh, Kansas City's uh, D-line versus the Eagles offensive line uh, the Eagles have a great offensive line Kansas City has some, some guys that can really uh, get to the quarterback on their defensive line I think those two areas are going to be a, a, a real key battle uh, throughout the game, uh, I think skill-wise, I think that those guys match up pretty good. I just think it's going to happen inside inside the trenches. D- did you ever have a high ankle sprain, and if so, how did it affect you? Because that's what Mahomes is going through. You know what? I had one, uh, but I didn't have to play with it. You know, I had one when I was playing in NFL Europe one day, one year. Uh, but I, I got mine late in the season, and I never returned from the game from that to see what he's doing and has been able to do with that high ankle sprain. The way he came back in the game, it just shows his uh, his courage, it shows his toughness, it shows his will to compete, and it's just amazing. And uh, you know, hats off to him, hats off to his his trainers, the doctors, everybody that you know goes into those 24 hours a day of making sure that he can get out there and perform to help his team. Yeah, pretty pretty amazing for sure. Just a couple more for you, Kerry. Thanks for being so generous with your time. It's, it's great to talk to you again. So you've transitioned to coaching. I, I often ask players this or players who turned into coaches this sort of a question, and I've got some great answers over the years, so I'm going to try it with you. Yeah. Uh, what would have Kerry Joseph, the quarterback coach, thought of Kerry Joseph, the quarterback? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, a competitor, uh, a guy that's going to, a guy that has the will to win, a guy that prepares, uh, does everything uh, the right way, a great leader, uh, you know, and a, and a guy that's, that's going to just, you're never out of a game with him. He's always going to be there fighting to keep you in the game as a quarterback and a guy that's going to try to lead you to victory. Well, that's that's well said. That's a good. That's a good. Well, and the thing I remember about you is, uh, you know, playing. I mean, you weren't in green and gold for that long. So usually you were against Edmonton. And the thing that that frustrated me about you, if I was watching you as an opponent of Edmonton, is if you took away the passing game, then you're off running around and getting first downs that way. And and now there's more NFL guys like that, aren't there? There are. You know what? There's a. Uh... The quarterback position has changed over the years. From I know, from my, when I first came into the NFL, it was a little different. Now you have guys that uh, that can throw the ball around the field, but also 
You got guys that's very very uh, athletic and uh, can utilize their legs, and it's a plus. It's an advantage. You know, it's not a it's not a negative against anyone. Uh, you know, it's, it's a plus that you can be able to do that, and that's one thing I was able to do was when you can extend plays and make the defense have to chase you around when they get tired and still be able to drop back what we call throwing the ball off of different platforms, it makes it tough against the defense. It really does. Uh, and it's just fun to watch now, and the game has really changed. So, and I'll just wrap up here. I mean, you basically spent uh, a little over a decade of your life in Canada. Um, how, how do you sort of, now that you're about almost 10 years removed from your CFL career, uh, how do you look back on it? You know, do you, do you tell stories from it? Do the current players ever, do they, you talk about that type of your career, that time of your career? I'm, I'm just wondering. I really don't. Uh... I don't, I don't really share, you know, unless someone just wants to ask. And, but for me, because it's not really about my career, it's about these guys' career, and it's about helping them uh, to be their very best and just try to be that, that leader that has a vision, uh, kind of like what somebody did for me, things that I probably didn't see for myself, be that way for these guys and to help them uh, to be the best person that they can be the best player that they can be to accomplish whatever they want to get accomplished. And so I really don't really jump back into, you know, what I did and, you know, how I did things because that was my time. Now it's their time. And I just try to pour all my knowledge that I gained from playing the game into those players so they can be successful. Because to be honest with you, like Gino, to watch him have the success he had this year, to be there in the quarterback room with him, with Dave Canal as our quarterback coach, our offensive coordinator, Shane Waldron, and to be able to, you know, put my two cents in here and there and then see the success of Geno, that, that's what makes me proud. You know, just watching the awards last night, you know, my wife and I, once when they announced his name, we jumped up and we were caught because that's what he trained for. That's what he prepared for to be at his very best, and he wants to win a Super Bowl. He wants to lead a team to a championship. And to see that progress throughout the year, that's my joy. Right on. Kerry, I got to say, it's it's great to reconnect with you. Uh, you, you know, thanks for, for remembering us here at Edmonton and your years here in the, in the CFL. It's a pleasure to talk to you. I really appreciate your perspective. Uh, enjoy the Super Bowl this weekend. Hopefully next year the Hawks are in it, man. That's the plan. So appreciate you guys having me on. It's always a pleasure being on. Uh, you know, Edmonton is always going to be a place in my heart. It's been a few years there, so it's been great. Right on. That is Kerry Joseph joining us on Inside Sports, former CFL star quarterback, now an assistant QB coach with the Seattle Seahawks. Awesome perspective. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to 630 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Def Leppard, Friday night, Inside Sports. Is there a more perfect combination? 
Well, that was great to have Kerry Joseph on the show. Uh, he, you know, he was on, obviously, uh, when he played. It's been a while now since he played. And now a uh, assistant QB coach with the Seattle Seahawks. Really good perspective on the uh, Seahawks. Pete Carroll, Geno Smith, a little bit on the Super Bowl. He says it's a key matchup for him is the Eagles' offensive line against the Chiefs' defensive line. And uh, you could tell he loved his time here in the Canadian Football League. All right, we're going to start uh, getting to some of the stuff that you've sent in tonight. 780-496-0063. Super Bowl winning team. The score. Why, if you want to say why. And, uh, and your go-to Super Bowl snack. I want that as well. Kellen's been compiling some of your answers, or you can uh, call in and give it to me verbally, which would be nice. 780-496-0063. More fun to come inside Sports on Chet.